Oh, jam! Hello, everyone, and welcome to another fun-filled episode of Monday Night Magic. Here on... This isn't going to be fun, by the way, no. You thought last <laughs> week wasn't fun. It wasn't. It's great for us. Uh, this week will be less... I'm going to say less angry, more disappointed. It's a different stage of grieving. It... <laughs> yeah. That might be the show title. We'll see. That's a, that is a good one, yeah. Somebody write that down. So I'm... Uh... I'm Chewy. Right there. Like, right there. Squee. Say, say something for the audio people. They still exist. Hi, audio people. And then, oh, way over there is uh, Clues. Hey! Hello, audio people. It's good for... I was going to say it's good to hear from you, but no, I guess it's good that you hear from us, but that sounds real arrogant. Never mind. Hello, audio <laughs> people. you exist. I can't yeah. see you, so I don't know you exist. That's how yeah. object permanence hit it, works. Hit us up on the Twitters or uh, head on over to the manipool.com and click on things at random. Anything. doesn't even Anything matter. Anything at all. Don't, don't bother to do that. If you're going to click on things at random, go to the YouTube channel. Uh, <laughs> go to the YouTube channel and watch a But bunch not related of videos. videos. There's no telling what you'll find in there. And then Pinball Wits threw ten, uh, 10 bits and said, that's just mom for angry, though, when I said disappointed. <laughs> Um, it could be i don't i don't speak mom but i do understand the mom language (laughs) is a mom whisperer he understands (laughs) what they're saying oh i got to see mom today she brought me food and so i got to see her from across the parking lot and i didn't get to get a hug because i'm i still have to treat myself as if i have covid at all times because i still have to go out into the world to make money and man, now that restaurants and places are open up around here, even though they're at half capacity, it is scary to go into food places these days. Yeah, but I went to uh, a wings joint today and had to wait for, I don't know, 10 or 15 minutes because it was a giant, like $140 order. Yeah. Uh, and uh, there were just so many people just waiting in groups and waiting outside and all sitting around tables and getting up and walking around none of them wearing masks and i'm going <laughs> this state jumped back to what they thought would be normal really fast and that's really scary so i'm just hiding in my home every but time like, I've, out, I've been like ah and then go back and hide at home they they jump back to what they thought would be normal but it's with a seat in between every table like uh, an empty table in between yeah. every table with people on it but there's still crowding around standing in line and still crowding around the bathroom and still doing all the stuff that you know they don't think about yeah it's it's vaguely terrible remember folks COVID 19 didn't go away just because uh there are protests going on in the country it's still a thing if you're gonna go to a protest please wear a mask one because of COVID 19 and two it makes you harder to identify later for the cops to retaliate and that's an actual thing to be worried about, because this country's stupid. Yeah. By the way, I would like to reiterate, uh, Black Lives Matter. It's true. Yes. That is... Also, trans rights? Also... Absolutely. Are there any are there any other big ones that people don't think to say, ourselves included, even though they're totally accurate? Uh, White people suck? No, about, we say yeah, that all but... the time. Yeah, here's here's the important one. Uh, treat people like people, no matter what kind of people they are. What? You know? 
that's that's what I think. You know, if if at any point you're thinking to yourself, you know, these people, I'm going to treat them not like people. Don't do that. You are doing it wrong. You yeah. should also expect people to treat people like people and hold them to it. And and there are a bunch of people who. No, I was going to say something mean about some people. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. We're going to stay positive for the moment now. For for right now is what we're going to do. We're going to stay stay positive. I mean, we're about to go into the not positive stuff. Yeah, so. No, no promises like <laughs> seconds from now, but mm. for now. Oh, oh, yeah. Pinball Witch had two good ones. It's not enough to be not racist. You have to be anti-racist. And the earth is round. Yeah, okay. Those hey, are good ones. Both of those are excellent points. <laughs> and true. And true points. <laughs> you know, I did an experiment the other day where I walked on the earth. And you know what? It was round. Neat. Yeah, the whole time. Crazy. That's science. Okay, you couldn't. You couldn't know that just from looking, though. <laughs> no, I walked on it. Oh, never mind then. You, you yeah, got me. Yeah, contact. <laughs> All right, we fooled around long enough. Let's get to the depressing stuff. Uh, so, good lord, that's bright. So, a few days ago... Uh, on the 3rd, I think, yeah. Uh, Lawrence Harmon wrote an open letter. Oh, lord, let me zoom this in. Bright white screen. There we go. An open letter to Wizards of the Coast about some stuff. What was that? Oh, St. Sigal resubbed for the 15th month. Hey, thank you. Uh, so, first up, on the. Okay. Okay. On the 2nd, which was Tuesday, right? Right? Wasn't that Tuesday? Yes. Yeah, so we recorded on Monday. We found out Tuesday morning that there was, because somehow we missed it, there was a thing called uh, a, a, a blackout. I can't remember. It was a, it was just Tuesday blackout, wasn't it? Where the, the thing is that the, the idea was to stop posting about all your own stuff and just amplify the voices of uh, black people because of all of the stuff that we talked about. Uh, no, no, that wasn't, that wasn't this show. Sorry. I was gonna say because of all the stuff we talked about last week, but no, uh, because of all of the, well, the stuff, yeah, the stuff we talked about at the beginning of last week, uh, all the, the, the protests and police brutality and go listen to the beginning of last week's episode, because I really, I really don't want to go off on that tangent right now uh and watsy the the magic arena and magic esports and whatnot did their thing and tweeted out the 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 black square and then the magic esports twitter account decided to highlight some people and it highlighted cedric phillips and rashad miller and Greg Orange. Now, if you don't know, all three of these people are black. And it really felt like a massive, massive case of tokenism. Yeah. Like, I get what they were going for. 
like, okay, we're supposed to amplify the voices of black people. Look, here are some black people. But it really looked like, here are some black people that work for us. See, we're good. And, uh, yeah, that got on a lot of people's uh, bad side. Uh, including uh, uh, Elaine Bergeau, who was like, damn y'all. So, yeah, yeah, it was, it was, it was not a good look. I said, I, I understand what they were going for, but sometimes you have to not go for it. Well, this is one of those things where you can see when someone maybe means well, but messes up. Yeah. And they obviously didn't set out to do something that bad because why would you that would be stupid the purpose of pr isn't to make yourself look bad um but yeah it's just one of those things where like you you messed up it looks bad the most you can do at this point is acknowledge you messed up try to understand try to move forward and hope that you've done such a good job so far that people gave you the benefit of a doubt i don't think they did any of that though at least not that i've seen not that I've seen either. I mean, not on the official accounts, because obviously they're not going to do that. But I haven't even seen any of the individuals uh, that would have been responsible for it do that. I so, really wouldn't be shocked if at this point in time, especially after like repeated PR blunders of so much recently, they told people to stop. <laughs> Just like stop posting things. But... Considering they're still posting other things, it's kind of hard to stand by. Yeah. I keep looking for outs for them because I do this for a living and I just can't. <laughs> exactly. Uh-huh. So, yeah, back back to uh, Lawrence Harmon's letter here. Uh, he also points out that Watsy announced the secret layer promoting diversity with the uh, um, International Women's Day thing. What did he? What did he say here? Uh, portraying one of the game's most recognizable white women, but they didn't offer up a single product in commemoration of Black History Month. Which the argument could be made: Well, they they're not going to promote a thing for every single holiday. They didn't offer up anything for Columbus Day. Shut up! That is not the point, and you know it. And uh, they also point out how. I, I don't know, man. Given given some of the other mistakes they could make, I could see them actually promoting a project or a product for Columbus Day because that's that's also like fraught with so many terrible, terrible problems. Yeah. Oh. All right. Let's let's go ahead and and make the obvious worst uh, case. They they make a Columbus Day product and it's got smallpox in it. Oh. <laughs> See, now that, that's an Onion article. So let's hope that that never happens. Because a lot of Onion articles these days are turning into real headlines. The the worst part is that it's actually just printed on the inside of the pack. So you don't even know until you've already opened it. Okay, see, that was, wow. Damn. How do you feel? You did that to us. Now I make you feel bad. Let's move on with our lives. Wow. (laughs) Thank you for the best pinball witch. Why didn't they make an all forest slash dryad arbor one for Arbor Day? Uh, so, uh, Lawrence goes on to point out how 
all of the uh, original, or most of the original Gatewatch people have, uh, well, they're all basically white, except for Gideon, who only used to be white. I guess, hey, who, who yeah, used Gideon's to not be white. Weird. Yeah. Uh, he then goes on to point out that Tezzeret was the first black planeswalker since Teferi, and his story arc is... Grew up in an abusive household, found refuge in street gangs, starts an underground criminal organization, teaches the white guy everything he knows, is crippled and left for dead, and is then enslaved by Nicol Bolas. Yeah. And his name in canon actually means improvised weapon. Come on, Watsy. And these are all just uh, explanation or, or examples of the for a company that says, "Hey, we are all about diversity." They're really not when it comes to uh, black people. And uh, like he he goes on to point out how at the Mythic Invitational. There, there were, there were, what did he, what did he say? Two black people playing? Yeah. And they passed over Greg Orange for, uh, a spot in the, uh, was it the MPL when they were made available? Even though he was the, uh, let's see, he won the 25th anniversary pro tour. He was one of the highest ranked players in the world. You know. And all of this just, just stacks and stacks and stacks and stacks. I feel like I missed something. Um, it's on the stack. Oh, yeah. Issues with uh, uh, racism in the judge community. So, yeah, there there's just a lot. Like, can you name two black magic players? I can't, but I can barely name any magic players. So I don't, I don't pay attention to that sort of thing. But the people that do were having troubles. And yeah, it, it's all just a whole lot. Just a listing of here's here's some things that your 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 black player base has noticed yeah and i i think it's important to point out cuz you're going to see a re- reoccurring theme here hopefully uh now it's sad that you'll i was going to say it's sad that you'll see it but no it's good that you're going to see it it's sad that it's there that's there what we it is. go that yeah. any one of these things you're like that's not great right and any single one you're like oh that man that's that's really that's kind of terrible but when you've got all of them, right, it, it starts to become uh, a pattern that you see, yep. just a, a general trend and a troubling one at that. It's true. Uh, he also finishes with P.S. I swear to God that I had better never see Jace in a dashiki. And... There were a lot of jokes made on Twitter that somewhere, someone is looking at a, a secret lair file and going, oh, no. But 
when, when the Jace card comes out where he's wearing a sharpie on suit, you'll know. <laughs> That'll be it. It's going to look suspiciously like, you know, one of the artist alters because they will grab an artist nearby and have him draw like a little bow tie on it and make him James Bond. Also, this was his post postscript with uh, a tweet that was going around Twitter. Thank you for your Black Lives Matter graphic. May I please see a picture of your executive leadership team and company board? Because there were... I think we made fun of the, the brand uh, yeah. things that were happening last uh, last week. Oof. Yeah. So this, this, is, this is pretty good. So that was on the third. That... That raised some awareness, and uh, he he said on Twitter that uh, he was contacted by someone from Watsy almost immediately. He never said why or for what, but, you know. Or if he did, I missed it. And then this morning happened. Hey, look, it's this morning. And, uh, why is this... Oh, it fixed itself. Thanks, Google Docs. Uh, so, yeah, then this morning happened, and we had this this giant article by uh, Zane Begg, who I've been pronouncing his name wrong. But uh, uh, his Twitter account says, name is pronounced Z-A-Y-M, so Zane, right? Oh, I did not know that you did not know how to pronounce that, because I know Zane. You could have just asked. Oh, I might not have ever said it out loud, but in my head, I was pronouncing it wrong. But uh, if I did, I'm sure I'd said it out loud at some point. But yes, thank you thing at the top. Okay, so. uh, So the first one was about the, the, the lack of diversity and the sidelining of uh, the black player base, right? Yeah. In magic. Just, you know. This is, uh, uh, this, this is an article written by Zame, and on, on Twitter, I think he said there that Wizards of the Coast is unequivocally racist. And when I read that, I went, oh, because I have followed Zame on Twitter forever. And I saw that. I'm like, I, this is, uh, yeah, I bet this is worth reading. That's not something that would be said casually or sarcastically without a lot of thought behind it. Yeah. So, hey, look, there's a lot here. There's a lot here. But he said after Lawrence published his open letter to Wizards, uh, a friend and former employee at Wizards of the Coast shared it on his Facebook wall saying, the Wizards I know is a company that wants to do the right thing. And Zane was like, nah, hold my beer. And, uh, he had, there's just a lot here. Uh, a black writer messages wizards about asking, asking about writing openings for 18 months and was told they're not accepting new writers. And then they continued to keep hiring white writers. Uh, while this was going on, uh, the time a black person interviewed at wizards and started off the interview being told, I've never had this many internal recommendations for a candidate before. And then three minutes later, you're not really a culture fit here. That doesn't mm. make sense. Uh, no. 
And then, oh god, this one made me go... They put a 7-Eleven creature in an India-themed set and then joked in a column about putting the word convenience in the flavor text. And just to be clear, they do jokes with the numbers all the time. The The issue here was that they did the joke in an India-themed set, which is maybe the time you don't make that joke. So what is this? Don't make that joke. The consulate dreadnought. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. And they're they're just a they're just a bunch of these. And I I know who even I know who some of these these stories are referencing. But since Zaym didn't name them. I won't either, but I, I saw a lot of this uh, being thrown around on social media sites by the people that it happened to. So he's not just making this stuff up. No. Just in case anyone's like, hmm. So there, there's a lot. Yeah. This, <clears throat> this article is long. And it's a really hard read, but I really think people need to read it. Like every, every company that you've ever encountered probably has issues and you wouldn't necessarily know it right away. And every, everything the company does publicly is going to downplay any of those issues. But that doesn't mean you shouldn't know that they're there and here is an opportunity to see it from a completely different perspective now statistically speaking there's a really good chance that if you're uh, watching this or listening to this heck if you're a magic player there's a really good chance and this is a sad thing that i'm going to say here it actually grieves me to say this out loud there's a really good chance that uh you're you're white and you're a dude is just most most of magic's base tends to be that. Here is someone who's not from that perspective, who has a completely different view on things, and this is a really good opportunity to listen to someone who doesn't have your background and experience get their impression of how things are going, of things that have happened. So it is totally worth your time to go read this, and we cannot possibly do it justice as we discuss it, because, again, we're three pushing middle-aged white guys so are we just pushing it well i'm definitely there the guy wasn't going to be mean to you guys and say that you're yet i don't know when middle age starts but if i'm not there as near as i can tell like right after college i think (laughs) oh right that thing so does that mean you get younger if you go back if you go back to college oh no no good can come of that okay just checking Oh, wait a minute. I need more people to enroll at my university. All the good can come of that. Go back to college. Cool. Um, One thing that I want to note here is that in this long list of things that are going on here, it's understandable to say that they maybe didn't realize what they were saying with some of these things or what they were doing or how it was being perceived. And, like, I believe them, but on a much bigger point... When you have a homogenous staff, 
you will never catch things like this. If your staff is mostly, you know, the same kind of people, they'll have the same general cultural experience and they're going to not catch these things until they're in public and they come into contact with different people. There are a lot of reasons that you should diversify your organization beyond just it's a good thing to do. Like there are very practical reasons for that because they're not going to like focus test everything that they produce by a wide variety of people, but they will show them to a lot of people internally who are already working there. So just keep that in mind if you're ever in a business position as well. You benefit greatly from diversity on your staff. And they'd avoid a lot of these headaches if even one person was there who both could tell them these things and was comfortable telling them these things. And, and the second important. one is the important bit. Yeah. You have to create that culture or you're going to suffer exactly what we're looking at right now. And it has to be sincere. And again, a lot of these things, you know, you could see one of them and go, well, that's not great. But when you see all of them, when you start to see a, a, a pattern, right? It's, it's frankly depressing is what it is. Yeah. And uh, Zayn goes on to point out how uh, that if if you rock the boat, then you don't get hired or you don't get promoted or you get let go or you don't get converted from a contractor to an employee. And yeah. He also points out how community leaders can't speak out about things they feel are unjust because they know if they do, their equity plummets. Uh, and yeah, pretty sure that's right. Just judging on the number of community leaders who didn't share this today, like, I will give, uh, uh, Evan Irwin, what is what is what's the show that's Evan and Ruben and uh, Aaron? Mike. It's completely fallen off of my brain. Yeah, Magic Mike's. Magic Mike's. Thank you. Uh, yeah, they did talk about this today, and I did, but I'm nowhere near you know that size. And now we're going over it more in in depth, but we're already not getting preview cards and don't care. And if, you know, you're in the hypothetical scenario where it was spelled out, you can have a preview card every set as long as you don't talk about these things. We still wouldn't have preview cards. It's not how we work. That is also true. I mean, like, especially, like, when it comes to Chewie, it's really hard to tell Chewie not to talk about something. Yeah, like, really hard. That is not how we function. We've had many, many, many times we're like, hey, Chewie, maybe we don't do this thing. And he's like, no. Um, Yeah. Like it's similar with us too. It's just like Chewie's the fun one to pick on. Like smaller community kerfuffles, we just uh, whatever. No one cares. Like the Reddit thing that happened with uh, Ellie of the Veil. We don't care about the magic Reddit, and you shouldn't care about the magic Reddit. Reddit's a horrible place. The magic Reddit, sorry, is a horrible place. So we're just not going to talk about it on Monday Night Magic. But, uh. This is 
this is not a small community kerfuffle. No, this is, like so many other things, putting a spotlight on a whole bunch of things that we've either not been paying attention to or we've been just sort of looking away from. And they're all in one place, establishing a bunch of things. Like, these are good points. And even if every single one of them was a massive coincidence, that's a sign that nothing is working to avoid these things. Look, here's so. a here's a statement. Well, a statement. Here's a story from uh, Elaine Brajeau. Who said, "I've been reprimanded for express, expressing personal opinions on Facebook." To provide more context, someone was expressing their frustration about a decision in Europe, and I commented something like, "Not my call. This is a local decision." Screenshot of my answer was sent to my boss. I got scolded for not playing team. That's a real thing in a lot of companies, by the way. Yeah, to mention that. Very much so. And, uh... Like, it's one thing to fire someone who comes out as a massive racist asshole on Facebook. It's another thing to... Like, get mad at someone for saying that. But that's how lots of companies work. They want you... To represent the company at all times... In all ways, even on your own personal social media presence. Which is one of the reasons I work for myself. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm glad that I work for a company that doesn't expect us to police what we're saying. But on the same note, have you ever like mentioned the company at all in the context of what you're doing? Yeah, fair game. You're screwed. And Oh, yeah. Like, Wizards has benefited greatly from a long time of having the people that work for it act as informal PR ambassadors and build their own followings. Because it's not like we all just follow official Watsy hashtags and, you know, accounts. We follow all these people because they're very open about it. But this is the double edge of it. We follow the people. We don't follow the company. Or we follow both. Like, they're eventually going to say things that they don't like because everyone complains about their job at some point or other things like it. And they're trying to just have the good parts without the rest of it. And that never comes off great. So. Yeah. And Mm. like right here in the, uh, the MPL contract, you shall not make any statement oral or written that ridicules, libels, slanders, makes fun of is injurious to, or places in a negative light, the NPL, the games, the league, Watsy, and Hasbro, including for each its employees or other competitors. That That's just in the NPL contract. Yeah. I, I'm not as surprised by that either. No, no. Like, it's one of those things to remind you that when people join the NPL, they are under contract with Watsy, and Watsy's putting a whole bunch of rules on them. It's not like before when you were just a pro who won money for being a pro and could do whatever you wanted. Like, they're sponsored now, and that comes with strings. It's true. Uh, he then goes on to talk about Amaz. Uh, Amaz, like, back in August, we mentioned how Amaz got DQ'd from GP Vegas and then went on a tirade against judges because Amaz is kind of a dick. 
And, <laughs> and uh, they, they say here that because Amaz is a hell of a uh, advertising platform, they 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 banned him, but they can't say that they banned him. So they just sort of quietly banned him from paper magic tournaments, but then they're still letting him promote the game because he's got some stupid yeah nine hundred twenty four thousand uh, Twitch followers. The reason they care about him to start with. Yeah, yeah. Like, he is a giant cross-promotion tool for them. Exactly. But... Then they did Cube Spotlights uh, a few... some Last week or something like that? I can't remember. Recently? I don't know how this works. But, uh, yeah, here was the, the, the treatment Stibbs got for his... Here's the treatment that John Terrell got for his. And then Jason Chan got a list. And they didn't even they didn't they didn't even give him and Jason Chan is a Maz, by the way. I don't think I made that connection for anyone that's not list that's not paying attention. But yeah, he got uh Cube Spotlight Peasant Cube and he didn't even get what the others got, and then later they gave him the list and put his name on it, but no write up, no, 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 nothing. Just first, it was a tiny little box, and then it was just a list of the cube. Yeah. Yay! Which is terrible. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not entirely sure what that ha- this has to do with his overall thesis, though, other than Amaz is Chinese. I mean, they're kind of downplaying him, but still need his audience, right? But yeah. Oh, this is an example. Okay, okay. This is an example of uh, Watsi having. Uh, the the power over people so they can't speak out because there's no accountability uh, says of course he can't say anything to advocate for himself because gaming is his livelihood and he can't bite the hand that feeds him even when that hand is exploiting him and since wizards shadow banned him because lol transparency he can't even defend himself along that axis or provide any context he just has to smile when they crap on him that yeah. was, that's why it was an example of Watsi exerting control over people because there's no accountability for this sort of thing. And isn't it also interesting that they no longer list the suspended players, right? We, we used to have that list. That was the thing you used to be able to get to. That is. Yeah. It, it told us who and how long they were suspended. Yeah. And that information is no longer accessible to the general public. And didn't we hear uh, some rumors that these two things were related? Yeah, there's speculation. There's no proof on that one. When was when when did that happen? 
Yeah, unfortunately, I can't remember. I know that we talked about it at the time when it occurred, because we thought that's really weird. But I don't actually remember when it was. Okay, they said this happened in August, right? Yeah. August is what month? Eight. 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 All right, let's see here. So here are the... Whoa, whoa, whoa. Wow, did we really only do one episode in August? Oh, no. MTG cast is weird. Okay, there we go. Oh, yeah, well, It goes side to side. Okay. Uh, Nothing there. Nothing there. Tights. Future of Magic Esports. Nothing there. When did we talk about it? I'm the faintest clue. Okay, wait a minute. Here is... When did we talk about it? I can't find it. This, ladies and gentlemen, is absolutely great and entertaining radio. Damn right it is. Well, you guys talk about something. a professional show, Squee and I would talk about something while Chewie looks this up. Huzzah. Yeah. Um... I'm not finding anything about Amaz in August or September, even though I know we talked about it, so we just must not have had links to put in the show notes. Yeah, like, I found the suspended DCI memberships page, but I can't tell. Ah, we talked about that on September 24th. Okay. Okay. Found it. I have no idea when we talked about the Amaz band, but Zame says it's in. It was in uh, August. So there you go. Thanks, Wayback Machine, and your ability to pull up things before they change. But yeah, it says. Let's see. It says here, getting disqualified from a GP for aggressive behavior toward a judge typically carries a suspension for playing in live Magic tournaments. So they quietly banned him behind the scenes. He gave him a shadow ban. They keep saying, he keeps saying that. What the hell is a shadow ban? I mean, it's like blacklisting, right? I guess. I assume it's where you're banned, but they don't actually announce it. It's just a thing that happens. They don't make a big deal out of it. Like, I mean, I think it's actual meaning changes depending on the context. Um, a lot of times people get shadow banned and it really just means that like you can't sign into a thing. If it were like an online game, like they might not like make a big announcement that you're banned, but you somehow can't get in anymore. Oh, okay. And like, there's no real big news to it. Uh, or like, yeah, like it noted on um, from Wolfie, like, you know, in Twitter, like you can still go and post stuff, but no one can see it. So like, you might not even realize you're banned. All right. Well, because he says they quietly banned him behind the scenes and gave him a shadow ban so they could keep him out of their magic tournaments but still reap the rewards of the audience he brings to their game. I'm like, well, but he just said they banned him and then he said, and gave him a shadow ban. So I'm like, what? But anyway, anyway, sorry, we got hung up on stuff that doesn't actually matter. We did. You want to, do we want to get to the other thing at the end of this that kind of falls in that category uh let's see here 
Uh, he goes, he goes back to uh, the the same three tweets about. Look, we have black friends that uh, the Magic Esports thing did. He points out how there are very, very, very few black magic artists. Like. Yeah. Uh, Marco uh, Nellore, who is a black magic artist, says he's heard two numbers, one and four. Not sure which of them is true, if either is. But the circumstances in which I found out were pretty straightforward. Uh. So. Yeah. Again, it's. Any one of these things would be like, well, but the fact that there's this giant stack of them, it's a pattern. It's a, it's a problem. Yeah. One of the things to note when it comes to companies is that um, you can produce products that have representation without actually yourselves having representation because one of the sad things about it is that having representation in products is on some level a marketing decision. It shouldn't be. It should just be a thing that naturally occurs. But there are decisions made. Like, there's a reason why when you look at a university brochure, you have a wide diversity of people on it, even if you actually look up the statistics on the school and it's not. Like, there's a lot of advantages to doing that. And Wizards has shown, you know... All sorts of demographics. I'm not even going to list them all off, but you know, you've been paying attention to us for a while. Like in their art and their storyline, they have representation. Sometimes they shoot it in the foot because they're dumb, but they've at least at times tried to do things a little better. And like that's all important. But at the end of the day, if your company is a whole bunch of white people, then it's always going to come off as a bit more artificial when you do these things. And I think that they're kind of at the limit of what they can do without actually being more diverse. So. Yeah. So, uh, Zame ends on a thing here in his article that uh, is the only part of this article I have a problem with. <laughs> Uh, everything else is is blatantly a thing, but he he ends on this uh, invoke prejudice, which is uh, well, it's it's a bad card just from a magic card perspective. The art is obviously a problem. Yeah. The artist is actually uh, Nazi trash. Just, just saying, that but documented by many people. Yeah, That's like apparently, if you just go to his Facebook page, it's like, whoa! I recommend not doing that, though. Yeah, but it's multiverse ID, which is just where it is in Gatherer, is fourteen eighty eight. Now, for people that don't know, that's some lame white power. Uh, wait, is there swearing on Monday Night Magic? Uh, there might be this week. It's up to you, man. Uh, that is just some lame white power bullshit. That's fair. 
but the fact that Universe ID or Multiverse ID fourteen eighty eight goes to invoke prejudice has a lot of people going, I bet that's on purpose. And I'm gonna go out on a limb that's not a limb and say it's not. It's just not. It's an amazing coincidence. And if it wasn't a horribly racist thing, it would be a thing we all laugh at. Like there if, are other numbers that we laugh at. Like if the art for Octavi or if if Octavi orangutans with the original art with the monkeys having sex was like uh, Multiverse ID sixty nine, we'd all be like, <laughs> we just would. Don't lie, don't lie. Uh, but the the way so someone has already looked into this. Uh, Eric Lands or Landis? I don't, I don't actually know how to say Eric's name. Uh, figured this out that uh limited edition alpha had 295 cards and then you add in beta. i don't know why that just changed that's weird then you add in beta and it jumps to 597 you add unlimited it jumps to 899 you add arabian nights it jumps to 991 you add antiquities it jumps to 1091 you add what's rev revised it jumps to 1397 and then the way that they were entered sets were entered into gatherer way back then were it was like alphabetical by color name. So artifacts were first, then black cards, then blue cards. So if you go 29 artifacts, 43 black cards, and then this is the 19th blue card, you get 1488. It's just an amazing coincidence. It's a bad coincidence, but it's just a coincidence. Don't go putting on your tinfoil hats. Here, wait, let me show you something. I just always have Nether Shadow up because it's my favorite card. So if we go, okay, you you can't see this here, but you can follow along at home. Go to any card on Gatherer, right? And uh, let's go. What? Okay, I'm in the South. Let's go to card 666 because that's a thing. And we'll hit Enter. Oh look, it's Lich. All right, it's it's an undead thing. If this was like unholy strength with the pentagram art, that would be something. But it's not. It's it's just lich. So what's another number that people love to point out? Ooh, ooh, how about 69? That's a good number, right? So if we go to 69... Look, it's lich! It's a different printing of lich. I discovered this earlier tonight before we started the show, and I almost died. <laughs> yeah. And I find that freaking hilarious. <laughs> it's just an amazing coincidence that... Oh, yeah, what's what's 420? 420 was uh, Siren's Call. You could almost make some sort of opium joke, maybe? I don't know. I got nothing. Yeah. Wait, what about... Now, uh, I, 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 I hope, I hope we have... Uh, demonstrated this is plausibly just sheer coincidence that it ended up at that number. It's not, it wasn't intentional. It's not a thing that they set out to do. Um, I'll also note that the card itself and the artwork are both problematic, but at least back in the day, I, I, I don't know exactly how it is now, but back in the day, in general, the artist did not actually know the art for the card that they were doing that at least in the early days of magic, the way it worked was artists would submit artwork. 
people would make cards. They would, Watsy would then, after the fact, kind of merge these things together and go, yeah, that artwork goes with that. That artwork goes with that. So there's no like grand conspiracy that, that this artist who is in fact, uh, what, what did, what, how did you describe them? Uh, uh, uh Nazi dirt bag. I, I forget, but uh, I think uh, I said Nazi trash. Yeah. There we go. Thank you. Uh, that they probably did not know that this was the card that they were making artwork for necessarily. Uh, that being said, uh, the thing that it, it's bad, right? It's, it's terrible that this, this card with that artwork happens to be at that number. It's a bad look, just a bad look all around. Yeah. And so there's this claim, Hey, why don't they just change it? And here is where I take a little bit of issue with some of the calls to change it, including Zames, who's like, they could easily change this. They've known about it for years. And yes, they have known about it for years. Well, I think Squee dug up some like 10-year-old Reddit posts that were talking about this yeah. very discovery. And there are a so lot of people... people responding to some of Zames' tweets earlier today were like, yeah, I told them about that years ago, and they said it was too hard to change. Yeah. So uh, I am unconvinced that this is easy to change. Um, uh, gatherer, I, I believe it is a minor miracle that gatherer continues to function. I suspect it is held together with uh, dental floss and chewing gum. And that if there's anything that's working in gatherer, they don't want to touch it because if they touch it, it could break a bunch of stuff. Now they keep adding cards to the end of it. Sure. Absolutely. But if you go and look at the numbering system now, it's real weird. We're up into like 393,000 in the numbering system in the multiverse ID because they've started to put in, you know, uh, additional printings and other sets and the secret layer projects are all in there. Every language numbers. variant and every, like every time we complain about there being a million versions of a card, those are all in there as separate things. Yeah. So they're, they're all in there. All those variations are in there someplace. You may not be able to get to them or find them very easily, but they're in there. So in theory, they could go in and they could make it so that every reference everywhere to this card that tries to get to that gatherer entry, because it's probably hard coded into a bunch of old pages, uh, although <laughs> they've, they've never really shown that much of a dedication to keeping old pages running, have they? How about that? How about that DCI number? Remember Planeswalker points? Oh, good times. Um, there's a good chance oh, that if I'm they went and they and they tried to change things that it would be, it would, it would have unforeseen consequences and they don't want to for that matter, changing it would draw attention to it. And I'm betting that someone somewhere knows and is continuing to hope as long as people don't make too much noise about this, it'll be fine. We'll just leave it. Just don't worry. It's a thing that happened in the past. Just leave it and move on. Now, whether that's the attitude that we, as Magic players, should take, that's totally up to you. Okay, I'm not going to tell you what to think. If you think this is a problem, let them know. I am highly skeptical that they'll do anything about it, and if they do, I'll be happy to admit that I was wrong. But, yeah. it's yeah, I, I would like, describe their back end as fragile. Like, they could just add something to the gatherer page for that card blur out the art swap out the art for something else with a little thing that says we don't want to show this art to anyone ever some something pop up that old like warner brothers this is offensive we're sorry but here it is 
They could just break the art. What if they just removed the image from the, uh, from the back end? So what I think we're really running into is the case of how big a priority is addressing this versus how much of this is a thing that occasionally popped up on Reddit every few years of someone going, hey, look at this thing. And everyone's like, yeah, we know, or they don't care. And that's just probably hasn't been a thing, but like, obviously as people raise more attention to it, it's going to become worth the trouble to do something like, and we, we know finally they threshold. can't fix it. We're just saying it might be harder than it's been worth doing from their standpoint, which might or might not be right. Like, I don't like it. I didn't even know this number was a thing. I had no idea. That's not something I was aware of. And now that I know it, I'm like, that really sucks. I hate that that happened. Yeah. But like, and the, you know, in the interest of, if this is something that someone could knock out in five minutes, they'd probably do that. But I don't know. Like I, the fact that we are still operating on like a TI-84 to run big tournaments makes me think that they probably <laughs> don't know how to fix this. But for you youngins listening, a TI-84 is a calculator. It's like a phone that can't make calls. Like you're on AT&T or something. Um, da, da, da. Yeah. Uh, the uh, while we're spreading knowledge, so anytime you see that number somewhere, there's there's probably when it's not part of a you know a database or something, there's probably a douchebag attached. Uh, and and while we're spreading information, anytime you see this, which I don't want to do it. But anytime you see this okay symbol that someone does with their hands, unless it's like a little kid who's like, okay, mom, they're probably racist asshole. Or that... they're a scuba diver. Or they're a I'm, scuba I'm diver. Yeah, that I was going to say, I have to bring that up because as a scuba yes. diver, because you're like, oh, I don't just use a thumbs up sign. Because when you're scuba diving, the thumbs, thumbs up sign means go up, as in ascend. So you, yeah. you can't use this. So if someone asks you if something is okay, you, you give them the okay sign. So yeah. Yeah, it's but, weird. But, like, if you see, I don't know, like, cell phone footage of a cop at a protest, and, like, before he walks out of frame, he does this to his buddy, he's a racist piece of shit. Ding. You know who else does that all the time? The president! But anyway, uh... <laughs> so... Yeah, just while while we're we're spreading knowledge, that's another thing to watch out for. That's been co-opted by the worst kind of people. So, great. Yeah. Nobody take a screen cap of me doing that and use it out of context, please. Yeah, there's a reason I didn't actually because, do it when uh, I talked about it. Because I hate uh I hate racists. Oh, yeah, the cube miser points out, you know when it's racist, too, because they're always trying to hide it. See? But okay. So, let, let's let's talk about what we've talked about already this episode. So we've got a lack of diversity in magic, mistreatment of its black player base, and a lot of, lot of, lot of stories about Watsy being racist. But then we have an amazing coincidence in... 
the data. Like, if you're going to be mad at Wizards of the Coast, I keep saying this to people. If you're going to be mad at Wizards of the Coast, be mad at them for some stuff they actually did. Like, don't go making up stuff like the Invoke Prejudice uh, Multiverse ID. Like, there's so many things to be mad at them for that that are tangible. <laughs> See also earlier this episode and most of last episode. <laughs> so, okay. Are we done being mad at Watsy for a minute? Probably not. Okay, are we done? Let me rephrase. Are we done talking about being mad at Watsy for a minute? Yes, at least for this. But I, I, seriously, if you haven't read this article that Zame put out, please do. Okay? Please do. Yes. Link is in the show notes. Also, I retweeted it. Uh, I, I'm, I'm pretty sure I retweeted Lawrence's tweet earlier, but, but the link to both of these are in the show notes. Okay, so let's move on then. <sighs> All right, uh, news. Hey, look, Commander changed the rule. Weird. Uh, when the Commander... Well, Commanders now trigger dying or going to exile. Triggers, excuse me. They didn't before. Officially. Right. Because going to the command zone was apparently a replacement effect. So the thing never actually went to the graveyard or exile. It just went to the command zone. But now they've they've changed it to where they, they do. There's a whole lot of stuff to read here, but that's the important part is what I just said. <laughs> it plays the way that a lot of people thought it played for a little while until they were corrected. So, yeah. Like back in the day, there were so many Child of Alara decks, and I couldn't figure out why. Other than five colors? Yeah. Well, okay, at the time, I couldn't figure out why because I didn't understand why people would want to blow up the world that many times. And then later, when I found out that they didn't trigger dies effects, I went, well, then why even play it at all? <laughs> it's not like there's a shortage of five color commanders even back then yeah oh some decks were okay sending child to the graveyard for reuse that is also true yeah just let it die don't put it in the command zone okay right 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 but there you go when does this take place officially Uh, when does this take place ah effective with a quarterly commander announcement for course at 2021 so whenever that is whenever that is yeah okay awesome get out there and annoy your friends or be annoyed by your friends or something anything else that's good right yeah moving Uh, on yep like this is actually pretty big but there's nothing it's not really an in-depth conversation, just this is what it is now. Maybe yeah. go reevaluate some of your commander choices. Yeah, there are a lot of uh, commander-centric uh, content creators that are that have a lot more about this. Go go check them out. All right. Uh, news today that happened today that went into effect today. They have suspended Winota Joiner of Forces on Arena in Historic. 
bam, out of nowhere. And uh, they they did point out that the one week notice thing that they have uh, pledged to do for like standard is kind of dumb for historic. It says that uh, the notice period is, on balance, more problematic than beneficial. Uh, oh, also, they said that... Uh, oh, God, where was it? The data shows that it's not significantly reducing the performance of this deck after the previous uh, ban, uh, suspensions and whatnot from last week. In fact, with the data now available, we see the popularity roughly doubling since its emergence and the win rate remaining problematically high. So that's why she was suspended. Suspended, remember, just means banned for now. I still don't know why they do that, but whatever. And so... Yeah. I have a... I have a suspicion for why... Why they do that. What's that? Uh, so, and I'm trying to find the, the wording that they use here. Oh yeah. So if you look at the, 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 the part of the announcement, MTG arena player collections, um, as it is still playable in standard and only being suspended to historic, we will not be issuing any wildcard grants or making any changes to any pack collation or individual card rewards as a result of this suspension. They would have to change more things on the back end and they would have to give people, uh, wild cards for essentially removing the usefulness of a card from your collection oh. uh, if they actually banned it. So what they do is they suspend it in certain circumstances and then if they decide, okay, no, this really should get banned, then they'll go through the trouble of doing the other stuff. Yeah. I, I don't know. Makes- I've seen a lot of people say things about Hearthstone, like, well, how come they don't ban this card? Because then they'd have to give us a bunch of dust. I don't think they care. But in this case, I think Clues is right. It's more work. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's not that they are trying to keep wild cards from you. It's that it's more work. I don't think yeah. they want to deal with the pack collation primarily. Yeah. That sounds like a pain. Probably. Maybe. Yeah. All of it sounds like a pain true so yeah they're like we noticed too good in historic so we're gonna get rid of her and, and look speaking of gatherer not working look it doesn't even the auto card is still broken on their website for some reason yeah do they know that i haven't told them Oh, hey, that's a fair point. Um, Magician in the chat says it's also because historic, uh, the historic format is growing backward and it might end up being fine once the rest of the cards are added. That's actually a fair point. That they could ban it, but they just have to unban it or they just decide to unban it later and then they went through all the trouble of changing pack collation and card rewards for no reason. Hang on, I'm telling Blake. Oh, about the the card. Like your uh, website's bad. Does it work for any any anybody? It's not working for me in no. Chrome in Mac. It hasn't worked for me in months. Uh, you're on Chrome too, right? I am. Hey, anybody in the chat not on Chrome who's I'll looking at? Try it in another browser. I have like four. Oh, I don't yeah. have any other browsers, so here, yeah. chat. 
chat, go go here and tell me if the, the hover over the card name gives you a preview of the card in whatever your browser you're in. If it, if it does, let us know. Firefox. I could try Safari, but it's a garbage browser and no one should ever use it. Speaking of which, I'm testing it in Edge now. Oh, well, then I will try it in Safari, which, again, I stress, is a garbage browser and no one should ever use it. Uh, no one is surprised it does not work in Edge either. It just doesn't work in any of the current browsers. Clues? Yeah? Are, are you actually trying Safari? I'm trying it in a garbage browser that no one should ever use for any reason. And uh, no, it does not work there either. Hold on, let me pull up Netscape Communicator. There's a chance I've got Opera installed. Stand by. Well, I already hit send, so. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's okay. I do not appear to have Opera installed at present. I'm sorry. It's probably better that way. Yeah. Also, I, I also noticed that when I click on, okay, chat, check this out. Oh, you can't see this, damn it. When I uh when I click on the the link to Winota, it takes me to a gatherer page that said details dot ASPX question mark name equals. It doesn't take me to the multiverse ID. Oh uh, it does take me to the correct one. Oh I'm looking at Oh in no, the, I um, see what you mean. I see yeah, what you mean. Yeah, they're all going yeah. on name. But if you search for Winota in Gatherer her multiverse ID is four seven nine seven three six. Huh. Yeah, that's bizarre. Yeah, they're all just going off of um, card name. Well, that's gonna bite them. Can't wait till they go back to ether. I just wonder why it has two functionalities. They probably did it so that they wouldn't have to look up multiverse IDs and find scary numbers again. Yeah, it's probably so that if you know how it works, you could build the URL without going there, if that makes sense. Right, so you don't need to know that number, you just need to know its name. That'd be my guess. Yeah, it could be. Now, which version you get, who knows. But... Who knows? Yeah, so AutoCard doesn't work bad. Oh, well. All right, moving on. All right, moving on. So the SCG Tour is back, and they're doing uh, the the digital thing, too. It's going to be the SCG Tour online. Look at that logo. Isn't that adorable? Logo looks like a paper boat that would get you killed by a clown. Wow. We all float down here. <laughs> I didn't even see those movies. <laughs> I'm sorry, Squee. That caught me off guard. Uh, so with the clown, watch out. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so, yeah, there's there's a lot of details here. Uh, if you are interested, yeah. then by all means, go check it out. But I'm I'm not gonna sit here and tell you how to Star City's uh, online events work. But yeah, their challenge period starts on Wednesday. That's the thing that you need to know to go look it up now. This matters to you. There you go. 
let's see, you need 10 online points to get to the online championship qualifier. And then you need 100 online points to get to the SCG Tour online championship. Okay? Okay. Ooh, will it have coverage? I don't know if it will have coverage. Uh, join us on Twitch for live video coverage of all four SCG Tour Online 2020 Season 1 Championship qualifiers and the SCG Tour Online 2020 Season 1 Championship. So, yes. Nice. It will have some manner of coverage. Yes. On Twitch. So, do you like competitive magic? Do you like playing magic online? Then this might be a thing for you. No. Do you like sharing? This is arena. Uh, okay, I didn't mean M- I, I didn't mean M- MTGO. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My apologies. <laughs> I meant this is why some of these phrases are bad. It, it's also why I wish they wouldn't have called the fake banning thing they do suspended, since that's also a keyword. Ugh, okay. Okay. To people in secret. Do you like playing magic <laughs> in an online fashion? Specifically in Arena. (laughs) Okay. Do you like playing Magic the Gathering surrounded by cheering people who are shouting at you and demanding that you fight the line in front of you with a spear? That's not featured, but they do call it Arena. Yeah, that wasn't funny. And now we're moving on. Yeah, that was so bad. We're... we're, Anyway, this thing might be for you. If it's not for you, that's fine. Yeah. Don't don't do it. If it is for you, think about doing it. If anyone tunes into the coverage of this and it doesn't suck, <laughs> I would be happy to hear that because I have not heard of magic coverage in quite some time. Yeah. All right, moving on. So, hey, you remember several months ago? No. Nope. Oh, apparently five months ago when we talked about the like magic creator program and the green light fund? That was a while ago. Where's the damn graphic? The, the graphic isn't even here. What application what questions? No, where's the... Okay, so the green light fund graphic isn't even here, but... What? I don't even know what graphic you're talking about. It was the big... It's in the, the tweet, but it's not in the article itself. Is it in the original article? Ooh, maybe. I don't know. Let's click. The one that links from it has been five months since we announced... There's the uh, yeah, here we go. This uh, That's not the one I was thinking of, but that'll do. Yeah, the Green Light Fund. Uh, so this is a whole lot of money that they're willing to, to give out to uh, people to market for them, really. Let's let's be real. They're like, we, we want you to market for us and we will pay you for it. Now, remember, we just gave you a giant list of possible strings attached. Just keep that in mind. I'm sure there is a giant list of possible strings attached, correct. But, yeah, any sort of show, whether it's a... Okay, their idea of the word show really bothers me. It says, whether it's a pre-produced video, live stream, novella, podcast, etc. How is a novella a show? Maybe it's like a telenovela. (laughs) That'd be amazing. Now I want that to exist. Oh man, we are in the worst timeline. That doesn't exist. Yeah. But yeah, if you have a crazy idea for some sort of magic 
thing, they'll you can submit it, and if they really like it, they'll give you some amount of money to make it happen. <clears throat> yeah. Ah, here we go. Yep, yep. Instead of research from the chat, instead of researching, making, and paying for a pilot program for a thousand different ideas, let's get you to do it, and if we like it, we'll pay you less than rate. That is how contests work. That is, yeah. Yeah. So, sure. yeah, there you go. They they use such things as Game Nights, Friday Nights, What the Deck, or anything Rhystic Studies releases. Mm. As examples. So These things that we don't fund anymore. Look at those. I think they still fund at least one of those. Like, I think they're still doing What the Deck. Because that's day nine, right? I believe you. Yeah. Anyway, there you go. Watsy wants you to market for him. Go for it. Oh, hey, yeah, we've got judge promos now. Remember judge promos? Yeah. Yeah, that's a thing. So, uh... uh, This website is kind of dildos, so there's no way for me to get it on screen easily, but it's it's an Eye of Ugin uh, Infernal Tutor birthing pod and sterling grove are the uh the cards the promos yeah so yeah there you go if if you're in the judge program you know this already and if you're not hey look shiny cards with the really cool uh owl watermark yeah, I'm not sure I like the owl watermark, honestly. There's no pleasing clues, just for the record. Uh, no, no, that's not true. It's just, I don't I don't know that I care for the owl. Would you like it if it had a bow tie like your Pokemon? Yeah, I would. Okay. Sure. I think that is what's, what the problem is. You've been spoiled <laughs> by other owls. But how many licks does it take? Uh, three. That is what I've heard, yeah. All right, moving on. More Watsy stuff. Oh, there we go. We've got uh, the signature spellbook Chandra. This is the third signature spellbook, right? It's at least the second. Well, there was Jason Gideon. And I think Chandra is, is, is the next one, right? Chat? Is that right? Probably. I, I feel like Chandra's had something similar before, too. But it wasn't this series. It's just, I feel like Chandra's one they hit so many times that I get mixed up. Probably. Okay, yeah. Pinball Witch says it is, yes, the third. Okay. And I had the order on there, right? I remember Jace, and then there was Gideon. Because he did. Yeah. And now it's this one. Oh, she might die. That's what I learned. 50% of the time, this kills you. That, yeah. Well, no, that was after. Didn't that come out after he died? I think it came out after he died. It was the same time. Oh, it was, wasn't it? Oh, balls. <laughs> anyway, so we've got... Well, spoiler alert for the plot. <laughs> we, we've got super sweet uh, frame here for Chandra Torch of Defiance, Cathartic Reunion, Fiery Confluence, Past in Flames, Pyroblast clues. God, that's beautiful. Look at that. That actually is that. really pretty. Can I just get that artwork? Probably. Just like, to just, just here, have this artwork? Well, I mean, I think that needs to be like a background. Right. You can look up the artist and see if it's available. It's a fair point. Uh, Pyromancer, Ascension, 
Right of Flame, and Young Young Peasy. Peasy. I love it. So there you go. These are, uh, they don't do MSRP anymore. There's some amount of dollars at your uh, local game stores exclusively. Yeah, I was going to say, and where else? Nowhere else. Your local game store. It says exclusively, so hopefully that's true. Yeah, hopefully. I, I like how when I look at the art on Pyromancer Ascension, I'm just imagining her turning forward and looking at the camera and going, how could this have happened? <laughs> She's just in the perfect pose for it. <laughs> uh, you know, now I can't not see that. Thanks, Bill. <laughs> no problem. I'm sorry, on which one? Pyromancer Ascension. Does this get bigger? It doesn't get bigger if I click on it. It just gets highlighted. Thanks, nope. Watsy site. All right. So then we have Corset 2021. Previews have started oh, already. Oh, good. God help us all. I was afraid that there wasn't another thing. Yeah. So here's the product overview. We've got draft boosters, of course. Naturally. We've got a BioBox promo, which are... Oh, I didn't realize that Rin and Sari Inseparable was the BioBox card. Oh, that's a bummer. Look, it's a dog cat. And they're adorable. And I'm gonna throw up. No. Because they're so cute. Okay. Uh, Collector boosters, of course. Because you gotta have... And there's a... There's the, the normal graphic to show you what the hell's in a collector booster and now there's another product oh dear god welcome boosters i didn't look at this uh beforehand because i just didn't okay these boosters fill the slot previously occupied by welcome decks oh each m21 welcome booster is exactly the same and contains a little slice of what makes magic awesome they have legendaries Planeswalkers, showcase cards, and more. They also have double-sided helper cards. But it's a booster, not a deck. Yeah, and there's my problem with this particular piece of this. I mean, I've got problems with other pieces of this, but with this one, if I could just complain briefly. Can I, can, can I complain? I'm pretty sure I can. I believe in I, your I, abilities. I've seen you do it. Yeah, yeah, I have from time to time. Um, for those who don't know, what got me into Magic was one of these welcome decks. Right. It was a little 30-card deck. It was filled with red cards, no surprise. It was filled with goblins, no surprise. And that thing is what started me in Magic, period. Without that in my hands, I never would have gotten into Magic. And so I'm sad to see that, which was a fully playable deck, be replaced with a booster. It's sad. Mm-hmm. And the fact, it says they're all exactly the same. Yeah. I, it's just a very strange product. It, it's weird that they call it a booster. But they are available for free, so that didn't change. It's just less free stuff to give out, I guess. Yeah. Because bottom line, see last week's episode where we spent a long time tearing into Watsi for wanting all the money, not just some of the money. All right, Planeswalker decks are back. There are five of them. Uh, Bosri? Is that how you say that? I assume it's Bosri. 
do not know. I have not heard it out loud. It said, not a Johnny or Elspeth or Gideon. Fair enough. Uh, we've got Bosri, Teferi, Liliana, Chandra, Garrick. So, yep. Hey, Garrick. Welcome back to Green. Yeah, he's back and he's not cursed anymore. Yay. And then there's the Magic the Gathering Arena Starter Kit. <laughs> That's such a bad wording choice. Oh, it because really it's a follow-up to the Spellslinger Starter Kit. Okay, I do remember those. Vaguely. Okay, it says the Spellslinger kits were designed to teach the game with inserts, but we've learned that sending brand new players to the MTG Arena tutorial is a much better experience for them, and this product leans into that fact. Yeah, because then you can hook them there too and get twice the money. Okay, maybe I'm being a little too cynical, but Watsy has taught me that that's probably how it is these days. Yeah. Uh, inside you'll find two... Fun, beginner-friendly decks, a 16-page reference rule book, and two fold-out tuck boxes for the decks. Oh, and you'll get digital copies of both decks. Yeah, you get this code. The code can be used twice, once for you, once for a friend. That way we'll get you to both play. That's that's pretty neat, actually. Yeah, it, it is, but I I think you're right to feel cynical. Well, yeah. That's still neat, though. Cynical or not. Yeah, and then the pre-release pack uh, is yeah the thing as always, and then the bundle is the thing as always. Yeah, with uh, alternate art foil pack leader, who's a good boy. I appreciate that they're all dogs now. Although uh, my understanding is. Uh, not every hound is becoming a dog. I well, do not know what the comprehensive list is, but I'm pretty sure... Aren't they retiring hound as a name and just replacing it with dog? No, they no. said that most hounds are going to become dogs. Yeah. But like, hound will not be a thing anymore, right? No, um, hound... I don't think hound will be a thing, but there are a few, and uh, I saw a tweet... Uh, God, who was it who tweeted about this? Someone, someone tweeted at Watsy asking, the hounds... The, the things that are right now hounds that won't become dogs, are those like the demon-like ones? Like the ones that are obviously not like flesh-and-blood doggos? Uh-huh. Uh, and I did not see an answer to that. But that's, that's my suspicion, that there are going to be some things that were hounds that aren't really appropriately dogs, and we'll just put them somewhere else, like demon or, uh, let's say, lich. Everything's going to be a lich. All right, then. I'm good with that. So, yeah, okay, so we're jumping ahead slightly, but... Yeah, so... Dog is now a creature type in Magic. And, uh... Teferi brings back phasing. In standard. So... As far as I know thus far, he's still the only card that has anything about phasing on it. But I also have not looked at any of this. Uh, so, Teferi, Master of Time. Hang on, let's, let's zoom in a bit here. There we go. Teferi, Master of Time, for two blue blue, is a, uh, a three loyalty planeswalker. Static ability. You may activate loyalty abilities of Teferi, Master of Time, on any player's term. Ter- turn. 
anytime you could cast an instant. So instant speed abilities. Plus one, draw a card, then discard a card. What was that? Uh, nothing, nothing. I certainly was not talking about how hate, how much I hate this card and how it's terribly broken and is going to warp the format. It's probably a mistake, we but go on, about please. That after he reads it. Yeah. <laughs> please. Yeah, so plus one, draw a card, then discard a card. Minus three, target creature you don't control phases out. And then minus ten. Ten, take two extra turns after this one. But, yeah, phasing. Yeah, so let me let me say a couple of things about Teferi. Uh, first of all, yes, I think this is a broken blue card. Yes, I think this is a mistake. Yes, I hate it. But, flavorfully, oh my god, this card is so incredibly flavorful. Like, it's just a flavor win, right? This is, this is Teferi incarnate. It's, it's incredible from that standpoint. Um, there are multiple artwork versions of this card, as they're talking about in the, uh, the, the, the chat here, in fact. Uh, and each one represents... They're, they're the Id- identical card mechanically, but different artworks that are res- representing like different planes, I think, that, uh, that Teferi is shifting between. Um, but let's talk about phasing for a moment for those of you who weren't around for phasing. Mm. Um, there's, okay, wait a minute. I'm before, sure there's... before you go off, yeah, uh, Wizards Magic uh, has a reply tweet here that says, all previous cards that were hounds are going to become dogs. Oh, okay. So they are going to do that. I saw Cause... that tweet that you were talking about too, and I don't remember who it was either, but that's really strange that I saw that and went, oh yeah, that's a, probably a good idea. I wonder what's not changing. And but apparently they're changing them all. Evidently. I don't know. I don't know why I thought that unless there was some mixed messaging from somewhere else. From Wizards of the Coast? No. Okay. Yeah, I know. It's, it's madness that that would be the case, isn't it? Uh, anyway, uh, back to phasing. Um, phasing is a really weird old mechanic. Um, when something phases, it's not there. But it is. It didn't leave. It's still there, but it's not there is really the way. I don't think you're helping them at all by saying about it. I know the the best way to think about it is the thing that just phased. Okay. It's on the battlefield. That thing right there. Just point at it. Picture it in your mind. There it is. Now picture taking a coffee cup and just setting it over the top of that card. It didn't leave the battlefield. It wasn't exiled. There's just a coffee cup over it. And we're just going to ignore anything about that card for now is what we're going to do. When it phases back in, you just take the coffee cup off. There it is. It's still there. It didn't enter the battlefield. It didn't change zones. It didn't do anything. It's, it's just right there. Okay. Um, the, the weird, the weirdest thing possibly about uh, phasing in, because when it comes back, it phases in. Do you know when that happens? Anybody you know when phasing, phasing in occurs? At the beginning of your turn. Okay. But where exactly at the beginning of your turn? Isn't that like the, is it before or after the untap step? It is before. It's the very That's beginning of the yeah. untap step. Yeah. Because otherwise, if it was okay. tapped when it was phased out, it would still be tapped when Correct. it phased back in and it wouldn't get untapped. So it's That's the, the only, only time it could happen. So that's when it happens. Yeah. Um, phasing as a mechanic is definitely a drawback. Um, and I just want to say, like, I learned how to play magic with phasing because my friend whose cards I was using had a lot of them. And 
the thing that I learned at the very beginning of phasing is that you play your creature, it's summon sick. Can't attack with it this turn. Next turn, it phases out before you can do anything with it. Turn after that, it finally phases in. So two turns after you play this thing, you can finally attack with it. But that's so, for things with phasing, which... For things with phasing. That like, is not the, the case, case here. Yeah. Um, yeah, and they even specify, creature, you don't control phases out. This is strictly a drawback for yeah. the enemy here. Um, also note that equipment goes with it. Auras go with it. Because it's not leaving yeah. the zone. Nothing goes away. Like, someone's going to screw this up. Yeah, someone is definitely going to screw this up. Yeah, we should point out that the coffee cup thing, I think, came from JudgeCast. Yeah, that totally came from JudgeCast. But that yeah. is that is the best way I've ever heard described for uh, for phasing. Um, I'm sure there will be an article going up on uh, a Watsy at some point about how exactly phasing works so that we all remember how it works. Um, and there could be rules updates for phasings that uh, that happen. I, I don't know. Um, but yeah, so phasing watch for it tokens are weird there's already a, a, a thing in chat i thought that tokens do phase back in these days i think they do now they didn't for a while because one of the one of the techs against uh uh batter skull used to be that you would phase out the token but that i think that got changed i think tokens do phase now properly yeah. Phasing, if you ever get bored, look up the history of the phasing mechanic. It's freaking weird. Like, I don't want to confuse anybody, but it used to trigger some things and not others. When things would phase out, they would trigger things, but not when they it's phase back in. And it was it was all just bizarre. And now they've got it nice and simple. Just treat it like it's not there. Yep. And you're good. And there, there was a time when it triggered enter the battlefield and leave the battlefield stuff, but it doesn't anymore. Again, it's like it's there, but it's not. Put the coffee cup over it, move we, on. We both agree this card doesn't exist. If one of us blows up all the things, it's not here right now, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, the the, the history of the rules of phasing is, is just yeah. weird. It's just a and uh, here is what I will say about phasing coming back, because I know it has been, you know, I'm going to I'm going to call it divisive. Uh, some people love it. Some people hate it. Uh, some judges are rolling their eyes. Here's what I'll say about phasing coming back. Thank God it's not banding. <laughs> target creature you don't control bands with target creature you don't control. <laughs> That's right. The drawback is that you brought this card in. So your planeswalker is less loyal to you. Um, yeah, it's. It's from a different era of game design. It's, I guess, as a time traveler, he's brought that mess home with him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you're right. Like, it specifically phases out, not the phasing mechanic. But let them tell us more about it. Don't even think about it right now. Who knows? They might change the rules. Whatever. Phasing is dumb. Phasing is dumb. But yeah, as of right now, as far as I know, uh, Teferi is the only thing that mentions anything phasing out that they've shown thus far. Again, I haven't been paying attention, so it could be that there's another one somewhere, but I don't believe so. Because it hasn't shown up in the uh, the TMP Discord. And I think it would. 
Let's also not lose sight of the fact that you may activate loyalty abilities at Teferi Master of Time on any player's turn. Anytime yeah, and that's why it's spell. Is going to be a pain. It's just going to be annoying. Oh, yeah. So, okay, that's that. There, There's a whole mess of cards here that you can... Uh, whoops. Ahem. There we go. There's a whole mess of cards here you can check out. Uh, look, Azusa the Lost Ugin. But Seeking. Unexpected card of the day. Uh, the Ugin. The Ugin. Right? This is the first one, right? Yep. Yep, it's the Ugin. Yeah, the Ugin's getting a reprint. Tormod's Crypt, of all things. Bunch of new cards, because, of course, there are. New Liliana. Watch out for Spark Hunter Masticore. That's going to be... That's an important card. I'm saying it now. I like how the new Liliana is um, post-war the Spark Liliana when she's on the down low. Because she totally went in hiding. Is that hiding? Because she looks just like Liliana. Um, yeah, she looks like Liliana, but like as opposed to running around with a death army or living in a castle or any of the high-life crap she used to do. Like, <laughs> it's a plot point. That book was bad. But, yeah. Oh, right. And they've made mill an official word. Oh, yeah. That is a thing that happened. And that's important and good. I don't know about either of those, but it does save a lot of uh, card real estate. Yeah, that's why it's important and good. I think it was Teferi's Tutelage was the first thing they showed. When it enters the battlefield, draw a card, then discard a card. Whenever you draw a card, target opponent mills two cards. Which is what we've all been saying for literal years. Yeah. And years. Wait for it. And years. And they finally decided to put that on cards. It's so ubiquitous that when you play other card games, people still say mill. Oh, they do? Like, not on the cards, but verbally. It's it's like tutor. We know what tutor means, even if they haven't rented a tutor in a while. Like, it's just, it's shorthand. Oh, there's one right here, actually. Nice. Yeah, Grim Tutor, right next to Liliana. Nice, scrolling up. I was looking at Necromancia, because I'm like, that's a lot of words. It's probably broken. Um, Yeah. Grim Tutor, that makes sense. Yeah, search your library for a card, put it in your hand, shuffle your library, you lose three life. Sorcery, one black black. Seems okay. But yeah, target opponent mills two cards. Dang, nailed it. And I saw, I think I saw Rosewater say something like they tried a bunch of other stuff and kept finding reasons to not use it. And Mm -hmm. so they just went with mill. (laughs) I mean, yeah. So, yeah. Look at Fear into the Abyss. Do what? Clues, look at Fear into the Abyss. Just the art. Do I have to? Because I closed that tab, and I'm a little worried that if I open ah! it again, that it's going to be something terrible. There you go. Clues maybe don't do that. What the? I've been so traumatized by, like, gestures it's everywhere. Clues. That... It's a black card. What could happen? Clues maybe, maybe don't do that. <laughs> it just looks like 2020 to me. I'm sorry. It's... Got way more eyes than that. 
That is a All lot right. of eyes. All right, I'm gonna I'm gonna get off of this page now. Fair. Because th- that, nah. Yeah, at least it's not brain maggot. I mean, Thank there's goodness. a there's a bar. All right, and then Rosewater has an article here. Uh, they're doing a new thing. Wait, clues. You told us about this. Tell us about this. Yeah. So there's there's some neat stuff in in this article. Someone in the chat was asking about Jumpstart and seriously, what in the world is with Jumpstart? Uh, there's some stuff about Jumpstart in here, but that's not why I wanted to point it out. Um, what I wanted to point out is, uh, first of all, this is where uh, you get an introduction to uh, Basri Ket. But, but, did I say that right? I, I'm going to get that wrong. We don't okay. Know. Okay. I I don't even know how to pronounce I, that. But that's, that's how I would say it. So. You're probably wrong. Uh, So you get introduced to uh, Basri Ket and three support cards. You know, often planeswalkers have cards in the set that reference them by name. So like Basri's lieutenant, that sort of stuff. And so they show us those cards and that's kind of neat. Hey, that's neat. There's a, there's a thing. It's all about plus one, plus one counters. There's a nice theme going in there, but they've also designed new card frames for them. So Uh, And what I'm unclear on is, are these showcase cards that will only show up in like collector boosters? I I don't, I don't know how to get any of these products anymore. I don't know Uh, what you need to buy to get them, but these, these are showcase versions. Yeah. Okay. They made special frames. So these four cards that all go together, and I assume that Chewie has them up on screen, even though I can't see. I do. These four cards that go together, they've made a card frame that is for Bosri and Bosri stuff. And so you can see that unifying theme there as well. So I think that's a nice little touch that they've done there. But they haven't just done it for Bosri. And uh, if you scroll down a little further, you can see that they've given similar treatments to the other planeswalkers in the set. So like Teferi has one, Liliana's got one, the Ugin has one. And so things that reference them can have those card frames. It's, it's kind of a nice way to, to reinforce these pieces that all have something linking them together, right? So I thought that was neat. And so I thought I would point it out to the rest of you too. Ta-da. That is pretty neat. More uh, alternate. I've always been a fan of, instead of foils, having alternate arts or alternate frames or whatever because it's then you don't have the quarreling issues. Uh, it's also just more unique, because they tend to make different frames when they do it, so they sort of stand out better over time. Yeah. So, yeah, there you go. More more stuff. Corset. Yay, corset, I guess. Hooray. Wait, are we done? Was that it? Yeah, the only other thing I'll point out is in one of the articles that was talking about the core set that I read today, uh, they made mention of, hey, you know, a great thing about the core set is since it has no, like, unifying storyline theme, we can use it for reprints. Yeah, and that's why you shouldn't have gotten rid of the core set when you got rid of the core set a few years back. Because that's what it's for. It's it's for filling in pieces that we need for the metagame that don't necessarily fit with flavor in the other sets should have kept it all along just like i said but you didn't ask at least you didn't ask me wait did they not ask you no they didn't and that's probably fair because i'm i don't know what the hell i'm doing sure in fortune they asked everyone else i told them to ask you yeah because i i've always liked core sets i think they're great also chifuji resubbed for 17 months uh, a while ago and i 
didn't didn't acknowledge it at the time because I think one of you was talking, weren't we're talking, and I or I was or something. But hey, thanks, buddy. All right. Oh, also, wait, there was a thing I I skipped over uh, that I recommend everyone read. Hey, look, Clues resubbed for eleven months. Yeah, I've been meaning to do that. Sorry. Uh, so this is this is an article written by. Uh, how come her name isn't at the top? Why do sites do that? It's way the hell down here. Bad design. Uh, yeah, uh, Elizabeth Rice, who you might know as Ellie of the Vale on Twitter, uh, about. Uh, wait, where is it? To speak. Where's the title of the article oh here it is to speak or not to speak a content creator's role in socioeconomic and political affairs and uh sadly i just i tried to open this up earlier and the website was down or something and it wasn't it's on blog.cardsphere.com it was it wasn't loading i don't know why but i tried to tried it again right before we started the show and it loaded and i went damn it so I only got a chance to skim it. But she's talking about uh, content creators and why some of them do and don't speak out about the big important issues. And uh, ways to do so. So yeah, I'm. I'm this is going to be in the show notes. I recommend everyone give it a read to... Uh, maybe understand why some of us are and some of them aren't uh piping up we talked about some of that before with the whole don't want to piss watsy off and whoa you little bastard is that your reaction is, whatever is is there a spider not anymore there's not <laughs> it was just right here like right in front of me just coming down from the ceiling like some some sort of nightmare fuel. Do you do you love how I've been podcasting with this guy long enough that I didn't even need to see what was going on? I could just tell from his tone of voice. I knew exactly what it was. It was just it was just right there. <laughs> anyway, I don't remember what I was talking about. <laughs> Content creator, right, right, yeah. The whole not wanting to piss Watsy off because. So much of their livelihood might be tied to magic. Uh, I have been slowly... Ever since I started with YouTube and streaming, I have been sure to divorce myself away from magic so I'm not, like, just magic. Which gives me the freedom to go, Watsy sucks! Whenever Watsy sucks. So... But not everyone has that. So, yeah, give give it a read. Like I said, the link will be in the show notes. I will also give it a read, like, a full read, once once we're, we're, we're done. But okay. Speaking of being done, we're done. Yay! Yay! Yay. So, what you guys got? Because I'm, I'm done. Uh, yeah. So um, you can find me on Twitter at SweetGoblinAbob. There's no Iron Goblin because it phased out last turn and I couldn't be bothered to look up the rules on how that's coming back. Um, you're, you're trailing off against Squee. Am I cool? Now I'm conscious of it. Okay. <laughs> um, 
yeah, so repeating that, I guess. Uh, Squee Goblin above, no Iron Goblin, blah, blah. Time travel to find out why. Um, <laughs> other than that, I really haven't been tweeting all that much lately because my attention is split elsewhere. I've been playing my way through Crisis Core because I'm still feeling the FF7 bug right now, and I tracked down the ability to play Crisis Core. It's weird. It's really weird playing through a game from like 14 years ago. You know it was made 14 years ago because at one point someone walks up to Zach and tells them that he is, quote, the man now dog, close quote. So, wow. Frame is confirmed. <laughs> I screen capped it. I might post it on Twitter later. It's not a bad game. It was just like unexpectedly of its time. Um, but yeah, it, it's been neat. Um, I don't really know what I'm going to play after that. Theoretically, I should go back to playing the games I haven't finished yet, but I've just been enjoying not playing games on my computer because when I'm on my computer, I alt-tab, and then I look at stuff, and then I'm sad. So I may just continue doing console games for a while. Um, other than that, um, yeah, same advice as last week. If you are going to be out and about for protesting um please remember that we've still got covid going on please be as safe as you can wear your masks um tell someone that you're going so that someone knows you're out um all the normal basic survival stuff uh be careful um there's a million and one people who are more qualified than me to tell you how to do this safely so look into things before you go uh and then when you've done protesting like if you reach the point where you're like i can't do this anymore please self-quarantine for a while because there's a good chance being surrounded by so many other people that you will get something and specifically covid and you might not know for a week and you really don't want to be responsible for spreading it if you can avoid it um so that's the thing uh that's about all that i'm gonna go for now so uh clue yeah um you can find me on twitter I'm at Lockluze, spelled just like it is in the show notes. Um, I've been, I probably am on Twitter way too much, way more than is healthy for me, is, is what I'll say. At this point, um, that's like being on Twitter. Yeah, it kind of is. Yeah, I'm really not looking at um, feeds, by the way. So, like, if you want to get my attention, you actually have to add me because, like, I'm depressed trying to read through it. Yeah, same. That's where we're all at right now. Same. Yeah. Um, Except for I, me, I, I just every time I see some kind of like, mo- mostly I've noticed for me it's police related mm-hmm. brutality or lies or obvious nonsense or shenanigans. I retweet that immediately without even thinking. So, yeah, and uh, I'll just echo some of Squeeze comments. Uh, if you're going to be out there, be safe, uh, or at least as safe as you can possibly be. Um, if you can't be out there or you have to take a break from being out there, that's okay too. Don't beat yourself up about it. Not, not everybody can go all the time. Um, but don't, don't forget. And, uh, if you can use your platform to amplify some voices, that's, that's a really good way you can help. But you know, the most important, the absolute hands down, most important thing that you can do is make sure you are registered to vote and vote the absolute number one most important thing you can do. So do that. And continue making sure that you're registered to vote. Yeah, check on that. Check early, check often. 
Yeah. Because purges and whatnot are uh, sadly a thing. Yeah. Yeah. My turn? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's over to you. Okay. So then with, uh, for me, what they said, yeah. There are lots of resources on how to protest safely. Uh, if, if the cops... Oh, hello. Oh, competitive commander followed me. Well, that's... That's awkward, because those are two words that in my brain don't go together, but hey, thank you for the follow. <laughs> um, Singularity. But yeah, if you if you are going to uh, to, to protest, look up some some information. Like, if the cops bust out and start beating on people and arresting people, be sure to shout out your name to people that are listening. If they are good protesters, they will be listening. So that, you know, they know, people know that you've been arrested. So you don't get disappeared, because that's a thing in the United States in 2020. Yeah. And if you share, uh, if you if you record any videos during the protest before you post them, try to blur out or block not blur out block out uh, for photos especially block out pictures of the protesters. Because bad things happen to people that protest later. This sounds like a horrible conspiracy theory, but there's too many instances of it from, like, Ferguson uh, and other... Well, even some of the more recent protests, cops are just rolling up on people and arresting them for no reason because they shared, for instance... Footage of a cop macing a 10-year-old girl in the face. And then that person got arrested for nothing. Uh, a, a few days later, the person who shared the, that video. So just everybody, for God's sake, be careful. It's it's rough out there, but it's, it's important. Uh, all right, the usual stuff for me. On the YouTube channel right now, what's going up? Uh, link to the past videos, followed by more Shadowgate videos very soon because I finally streamed Shadowgate again last night, uh, where I I died, which isn't really a big deal in Shadowgate. You die all the time, but I died due to a hidden timer, so I had to start over. Which, since I knew how to do the puzzles, you know, it only took me like an sure. hour to get back to where I was instead of the three hours plus that it took me to get there in the first place. And then I explored around some more and then I died again to the hidden timer. Do what? To to the hidden timer again. Yeah. The, the Banshee's curse, even though I wasn't screwing around uh, nearly as much. And I kept, you know, when I would screw around a lot, I would reload and then go in and do the thing. So I would have extra time because I, had the capability of carrying myself and didn't know that and still don't know exactly how to go about doing it, but I figured it out right at the end before I ended the stream. But I was going to have to back up to a previous save because this time I kept rolling saves. I was going to have to back up to a previous save from like 40 minutes ago. And instead of doing that stuff, I was going to have to go 
figure out how to cure myself and then go back and redo all that stuff again. And I went, it's like 11 or 1130. I'm done. I don't care anymore. So (laughs) that's fair. Yeah. The Banshee's curse is brutal. If you don't know what's going on. I'm so used to video games in this day and age where if you die, you're like, well, damn. And you try again until you get it. But with, uh, the, the hidden timer thing of the Banshee's curse, in the 2014 Shadowgate remake, you can't. <laughs> yeah, typically games that have some kind of clock that you can die from don't let you save during that window. Oh, no, because you get the Banshee's Curse way early, and it takes, yeah. like, between, it's like five and 700 turns, which is actions, yeah. before it finally just up and kills you. Right. Yeah, like, that's just a game design thing we don't really do anymore. But that wasn't in the original Shadowgate. That's in the 2014 that's remake. That's which really isn't weird. a remake. It's a it's well, it's a remake, not a remaster. So it's not just the same game with better graphics. It's better graphics and a lot of familiar stuff, and it's different. Yeah. So, yeah, it definitely keeps the feel of an old point-and-click game because that's twice now that the Banshee has killed me. I hate her. so yeah there we go but that's what's going on on the youtube channel right now and of course monday night magic and whatever else oh and and the mana pool and when we don't record podcasts usually we still stream and talking about other stuff and those go up uh last week for the mana pool we didn't do either because it was thursday and uh, uh of last week and the last thing the world needed was four white guys weighing in on anything so we just didn't bother we just hopped on a call and just vented and ranted at each other and i think it helped i think we all felt better afterwards or at least i know uh i did so <laughs> hey but anyway right so that's uh that's that. Uh if you want to help support what I do, you can go to patreon.com slash the pool. You get YouTube videos early, you get the odds and ends, you get the sponsorship shout out. Uh I'm I'm gonna say if you would like to add yourself to that, that list instead this month go go donate to uh one of the bail funds or the NAACP education fund or uh, that might be two different funds I can't remember there's so many that have been floating around it's all blurring together in my head but rather than joining my Patreon this month go go give that money to something that matters and come back some other time I appreciate it but hey I have to give the sponsorship shout out to the Mythic Lifeguards so hey let's go <sighs> Jason Doan, Kim Ho, Andrew Hunt, Al, Lance Delicious, Team Hellas, how are you? Connor Kennedy, John Morris, Alex Gonzalez, I scrolled too far, Scuzzo, Jeff Spencer, Stuart's Law, PJ McMullen, Casey, Danny Liao, Cody Buckowing, Jake Jansons, Jason Kaus, John Parker, Aleph Cat, Beardy, <coughs> Beardy Man, uh, <laughs> Backwards Logic, ALK Alters, and the Beast Father, Aaron Goodwine. Thank you all so very much. Uh, I could not do this without you. And to all of the lifeguards at every tier, thank you so much. Uh, There will be more odds and ends uh, 
coming soon. I've got more that I probably should listen through and post because I think they're mostly processed. I think. I'm pretty sure. I'd have to go look now. But I I spend a a lot of time on Twitter these days because I want to keep informed and spread the word and raise awareness of all these horrible things that are happening. And then I get bummed out and don't want to sit right here anymore. But then end up sitting out there scrolling through Twitter anyway. It's a problem, really. The whole balancing... Yeah, balancing my own well-being with the urge to keep informed and spread the word is precarious let's say but anyway with that we will be done with monday night magic number whatever this is 692 uh thank you all so very much for joining us and uh be safe out there